Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. In this week's episode, I ask you to consider the big issues in life and how you decide what to do about them. Do you fight for big issues or do you simply surrender to the status quo? Do you succumb to the urgings of vocal and protesting minorities? What do you decide, fight or surrender? In this week's show, I discuss how to elegantly use the meaning of your life to decide these big issues. This weekly show is founded on the formula SA plus P equals success. Your self-awareness plus your passion will give you success, will help you live a magnificently successful life. Since 1993, when I left the legal career that I loved to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have inspired, provoked and educated people around the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via books I've written, blogs, articles. I've spoken at national and international conferences. I have run workshops, team-building programs for one day, two days, over the course of a year. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. So I hope I provoke you to examine your life and the basis on which you make your decisions. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket so that it reminds you when you see the colour red to ask yourself the question, am I pursuing my passion? It will remind you to ask those around you, hey, is anything happening in this workplace, in this environment that is killing your passion? You can make a difference to other people's lives by asking them that question. Each week, I explore one big idea that might change your life that I hope will have a positive impact on your life. I don't give you many ideas because then you get confused and do nothing. I also share with you each week practical resources to help you implement the big idea. A quote, a book, a song with lyrics that might make you think about the big idea, a health tip, a spiritual tip, and of course some humour because you know I don't want to take this thing called life too seriously. After all, this is a game, this game of life that we're playing, that we're living, and passion enables you to embrace and enjoy the game of life. This show has no aspirations to be politically correct. I subscribe to the human spirit, so I'll talk about matter spiritual. And I don't tell you not to have addictions. I love my coffee addiction. Mm. Such beautiful stuff. Gosh, I'm in constant praise of those who discovered the coffee bean and then, or the cocoa bean, and then turn it into the stuff that we drink these days. So, what's happened this week? Well, in Victoria, our Premier, who regular listeners and viewers would know I can't stand, who I think is incompetent, a liar, and corrupt, 
he had a fall. And you might think a political fall. No, a physical fall. And he allegedly, the allegations are that he was at a party, crazy drunk, and, you know, he slipped on some stairs and hurt his back, and who knows, maybe it's all a... Maybe it's all fake news so that he's having a quiet holiday, pretending to be in hospital when he's actually not. In any event, we haven't seen him in public. And some people say, I wish him well. I wish he would get out of politics because he is a disaster for this state and a disaster for this country because the economy of this state impacts on the whole country. Nevertheless... We're supposed to not wish others well. Well, he'd be, he'd be weller if he got out of politics. Sexual, historical sexual assaults are also being made left, right and centre. I again reiterate the absolute clear principle of justice that people are innocent until proven guilty. The baying mob, the minority loudmouths making lots of noises must be resisted if people want a system of justice that has operated for over 800 years since the Magna Carta of 1215. Alan Tudge, the Federal Minister for Health, came out with a major ministerial statement on Thursday morning on education, because he's the Minister for Education, isn't he? He's the new Minister for Education. And one of the key principles that he emphasised was that you cannot have a great education system without passionate and committed teachers. That was music to my ears. It made me think that the statistics do not support the proposition that smaller class sizes give better educational outcomes. And the amount of money that's being invested by governments all around the world on education, in many cases poor quality, inferior education, guided by political correctness, is money wasted. I say that a passionate teacher, and I am a passionate teacher, can hold the attention of hundreds of people at once, and a passionate teacher can look after rooms of 50, 60, 70 children at once and give magnificent educational outcomes. So for 28 years I've been an educator, I think I know something about education. I've thought long and hard about education. And I urge you to think long and hard about the education of your children and what you think is a good education. But having a child endure classes with teachers who are not passionate is certainly not going to give great educational outcomes. It might teach resilience to a child who is forced to sit there. That's another question. But it's not giving a great education. And during the week, I was not particularly well. So when I'm not well, probably from overwork, I had a bit of a cold, coronavirus perhaps, um, I don't train. If I train, it's very gently. I do not put my body under additional strain when I'm unwell. I urge you to do the same. There is nothing sensible when you are unwell of continuing to do your exercise at the same level that you did when you are in the peak of health. Rest is the way to speed up healing and... I remind you of that old maxim that says, body, heal thyself. 
our bodies are amazing machines that can heal themselves, so I'm relying on my body to do so. Now for today's big idea. How to decide whether to fight or surrender. How to use the meaning of your life as your yardstick. Before I explore that big idea, I invite you to subscribe to this podcast, to subscribe to the YouTube channel by clicking the red bell below, to visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. At charlescovest.com, you'll discover more about the self-awareness and passion quest, and I invite you to attend a free online masterclass on March the 18th. That's in a few days' time at 9am Melbourne time, which is 5pm East Coast US time, and that is 10pm London time. It's free. It'll go for about an hour. I will share in-depth thoughts on self-awareness and passion and give you 15 tools, each of which could be useful in helping you on your road to success. I hope I've sent you an email inviting you to that online masterclass. So this message here is to remind you to come and participate. So, today's big idea. Do you fight or surrender on the big issues in life? How do you decide what to do? Do you fight for principles that are important to you? Or do you go, I'll just let the government decide. I will just accept whatever the government decides. I will let government make their decisions based on the, uh, you know, many times those decisions are based on minority, vocal minority groups who protest. When government hasn't properly thought through the issues, the big issues that I'm talking about on whether you fight or surrender to government mandate, government dictate, are lockdown rules on COVID-19, vaccines, do you take them or not? Should they be mandatory or not? The rollout of 5G technology and the construction of repeater towers and transmission towers every few hundred metres in your neighbourhood. The question of renewable energy, the reliability of coal-fired energy, and Australians have cheap access to the best coal in the world, versus solar Wind power, hydroelectricity, and the other three sources of renewals, biomass, geothermal, and tidal. Climate change. Climate change. You see, I do not consider that climate change is anthropogenic. It's not caused by human beings. And the, and the dialogue changes every second week. It used to be global warming, remember? Now it's climate change. And and Victoria certainly has had one of its coldest summers in 20, 30 years. Where's the global warming that we we're all being warned about? And then the, it is said the science is not settled. So climate change is a big issue on which you have to make a decision. Do you fight or surrender? Surrender because people would call you a climate denier. So are you surrendering because you don't want to be called names? 
corruption in government. When you see corruption, when you hear about it, what do you do about it? Oh, you just give up. Yeah, they're all liars and cheats and frauds. Well, there are plenty of them in government, liars, cheats and frauds and incompetence. What are you going to do about it? Just fight, uh, fight against them or surrender. Should you have a child? Should you have more children? Should you get married? Should you get divorced? Should you stay in the relationship that you are in? Should you only go into a relationship based on certain conditions? How do you make these big decisions? Or do you just surrender and not make the decisions? Drug control, the war on drugs, what do you think about that? Do you fight for your freedom to have medicinal cannabis? And you know I'm totally in support of that. I'm also in support of freedom of you to choose, of me to choose. Government should not be making decisions based on what it thinks is good for you. You are a free person. You are a free man. You are a free woman. And as a matter of science, you are a man or a woman. If that's not scientific, what is? I will fight against this proposition that there are hundreds of genders or many, many genders. There are men and women. But if you're a man and you want to live like a woman, fantastic. If you want to be in a gay-lesbian relationship, fantastic. You're entitled to do that. But the imposition of tiny minority views on the masses, what do you think about that? Why should we comply? And then how does that impact on the education of your children? So all of these issues requiring deep thought and consideration and part of your philosophy, your position on them, on whether you fight or surrender, you can make those decisions based on the meaning of your life. Now, I've talked about that previously, but by practically exploring these issues and how you use your meaning of what you have previously decided is your meaning will give you a clue to my thinking around this and help you develop your thinking around your decisions. Let me give you some examples of meaning of life and how they apply to these decisions. So, number one, if you think life is about becoming as wealthy as possible, then your decisions will be guided by not doing anything that's going to block your ability to become wealthier. So, You say, hmm, if I let the status quo stay, I'm more likely to make money because the world will stay as it presently is and I'm thriving in this environment. The second meaning of your life or another meaning of your life could be that you want to make a difference. Your purpose in life, the meaning of your life, is to make a difference, to stand for something. So in those circumstances, if that's your meaning, you are unlikely just to surrender to the status quo. If you want to make a difference, then you have to be a change agent. You are compelled to fight. Another example of the meaning of life is that you want to be happy, just like I'm happy when I'm having my coffee. Mm. Happier. I mean, I'm happy generally. But if the meaning of your life is to be happy then it's unlikely that you're going to fight because when you fight, you'll have people pushing back against you. And it's one of the great principles that says if people aren't pushing back against you, 
then you're not moving fast enough. It's like riding a bike. If you can't feel the wind against your face, then you're not riding fast enough, unless you've got a roaring tailwind behind you. And that's an interesting metaphor to contemplate. The next purpose of your life, the meaning of your life, one of them could be to ensure the survival of the human race. So you say, I'm here to ensure the survival of the human race. Now, hopefully that doesn't mean that you're going to produce 24 children or so, but you will then have a framework for saying, well, what does the human race need to survive? And then you say, the environment needs to be protected because if it's not, the human race will be wiped out. That will lead you down the pathway of decision-making, help you make your decision on whether you fight or surrender. Another purpose of life, and this happens to be mine, is that I am here to learn and grow. This gift of life is all about learning and growing. The meaning of my life is to learn and grow. And the joy of such a meaning is that everything serves me, that everything that happens to me is an opportunity to learn. If I surrender and go along with the status quo, that is going to reduce my opportunities to learn and grow. And the other element of growing as a human being is that if I am growing, it means change, and change means risk. It means mistake-making. It increases the risk that I will fail. But I'm here to learn and grow so that I'm not going to make a decision based on fighting or surrendering by looking for the easy way. Ease and comfort. No, that's not what my life is about. It is not about being comfortable and easy. It is about embracing this gift that I have of life and learning and growing and thereby experiencing more and more of this life compared to locking myself up into a room, living on a pension and doing nothing that is not risky and just sit there so that I don't make any mistakes, I don't embarrass myself, and so on. The meaning of your life is a crucial and wonderful resource to help you make decisions, to help you make elegant decisions, to help you guide your day-to-day decision-making and your consciousness around this meaning after you've done the work to educate yourself on what possibilities there are and what you embrace, will reduce your stress, will enable you to flow through life. Like one of the books I've recommended to you in the past, Flow by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. You flow through life because you're like a river and you're going in this river of life and you know that the meaning of your life is clear, the meaning of this river is clear, and that you're not pushing back against it, and and you're not frustrating yourself because you have given up on the meaning of your life. I urge you to explore it, to go deep into it, and then to make your decisions based on that meaning. So, the song that came to mind while I was preparing for today's show is Neil Diamond's I Am, I Said, To No One There. And no one heard at all, not even the chair. The song goes on. While I'm New York City born and raised, but nowadays I'm lost between two shores. LA's fine, but it ain't home. New York's home, but it ain't mine no more. 
And then it says, I am, I cried. I am, said I, and I am lost and I can't even say why, leaving me lonely still. This song is all about the exploration. Who are you? Exploring the meaning of your life helps you answer that question. Making decisions. I have a book to help you that, sorry, that sets out bases on which you can make decisions. And this book is God is my CEO. Following God's principles in a bottom line world. If you're the CEO of an organization and you subscribe to spiritual principles, how do you make your decisions? This book might help you. Since we're talking about education, a spot of humor. Sister Rosemary in a good Catholic school, I was raised as a Catholic. Most Hungarians were, most Hungarian families, most Hungarians are, and most Hungarian families Catholics. Sister Rosemary saying to the three-year-old children, what do you want to be when you grow up? And little Susie puts her hand up and says, I want to be a prostitute. And Sister Rosemary's got a shocked look on her face and says, what did you say, Susie? And Susie says, I want to be a prostitute. And Sister Rosemary goes, oh, with a look of relief. Oh, thank God. I thought you said you wanted to be a Protestant. <laughs> I love it. My spiritual tip for today is to explore different spiritual philosophies. Because you might be an agnostic or an atheist, or whatever you think you are, you take no interest in spiritual matters. Well, I say it's valuable to do so. Explore them. Learn about them. I say these spiritual philosophies and religions should be taught in school to help children have a broad brush view and then help them make decisions as they go on in life. To deny spirituality, which is what's happening in government schools in Victoria, is is in my view a total disgrace to the education of children. You could explore Buddhism, Taoism, Christianity, whole different versions of Christianity, Hinduism. Learning about them, learning what they stand for, will cause thoughts to come into your mind that you might not have thought before. My health tip to you is... On what basis are you making the decision about the level of your commitment to your health? Because I've talked about making your decision. Do you fight or surrender? Do you surrender to the cravings of fast food so that you don't worry about your weight and you become like the 63% of Australians that are overweight or obese? Or do you fight like I have to fight for the discipline to not add weight? I love food, and it's a matter of discipline for me. It's to fight the cravings that I have for food. What's the basis on which you decide what you want your health to be? And lastly, my quote is from Epictetus. Julie loves Epictetus, Greek philosopher. And he said this, It's the lovers of wisdom who say that Only the educated are free. Only the educated are free. I urge you to embrace the idea of relentlessly educating yourself, passionately educating yourself, so that you are free. You aren't bound by limited thinking. You expand your thinking. Education expands your thinking. So, Today's big idea, fight or surrender. 
I hope that makes a difference to your life. I hope it causes you some perturbation, because when we are perturbed, it leads to new thinking. I hope you pop up, you pop out to a new level of thinking that is going to help you design a life, to create a life that has wonderful meaning for you. I again invite you to visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com, subscribe to the podcast, to the YouTube channel, invite your friends, family, networks to subscribe, to listen, because I believe that the ideas I share with you in this show are valuable ways in which to think about this game of life so that each one of us lives it in a way that adds value to this planet, that adds value to humanity. Come and engage with me in the online masterclass on Thursday, 9am Melbourne time. I've sent you a note about that. Invested my books, Passionate People Produce, Passionate Performance. And particularly Passionate Performance lists a whole range of possible meanings of your life. If you'd like the one sheet from that book about the different possibilities for the meaning of life, I'm happy to send them to you. Contact me at charles at coves.com. You can also subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder on each of those websites. Well, that's it for this show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I provoked you. I hope I inspired you. I hope you have a wonderful, challenging, passion-filled week and that you come to new realizations about the amazing capacity that you have to live a magnificent life, harnessing the passion that each one of us has. Have a great week. See you next week.